so you qualified. <laughs> I've been slaying on this blade, praying that I don't get cut by these police making raids, jumping out and chicken nuts, cutting balls down the guns, babies weed is in my lungs. Let's go. Stick me for a bag, I'ma shoot him in his ass. I'ma show him who the boss. When you niggas gonna learn when you cross in this game. Shout out to Project Pat. Burn, wait my turn, on my time. We in Memphis 10 right now, man. Fed chance after chance, but I got to dance to the rules of this shit. That's why I keep a revolver. How the hell you rob us? Gonna rob the robber. Boy, I'm gonna start you with pistol, slap cross mouth. Reaching in your pockets and take your money out. Man, you know what's going. You got cheese, I got dope. But the 900 strong, I got peas, I got coke. Let's go. Credit given, man. You can get from round here. Happy Saturday. Banging niggas, slanging down here. I got Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's a Project Pat appreciation, man. If you ain't from my hood, you can get from round here. If you ain't from my hood, you can get from round here. If you ain't from my hood, you can get from round Damn, I miss my drops, man. <laughs> you can get from round here. Oh no, Let's go. Sucker from the suburbs, cool with this other motherfucker on the outskirts. Tried to get budget pack, caught up in this shit, sir. Since you niggas say, then your plan didn't wizard. All in ATL, tattletale to my bizzard. Such a classic album, man. Down, I don't be scared. Make you mind as well throw in your towel. Use a fake thug. Face to face, I shoot you in your mouth. Cause ain't no love. Say you from the North Memphis. Come on, man. I'm going through this whole album, man. <laughs> if you're thinking I'm straight, then you better think twice. Then you ain't got no cheese, then I'm Jekyll and Hyde. About to click on this bitch, so she need to learn me. Beat her with my, my pistol. When I found she burned me, it's the first of the month. You can call me Sambo. I'm addicted so down, cause I like the gamble. In a purse, I ramble. On a head, I trample. Where the hell the damn dope? Oh, silly asshole. You know green up gold blow. And I You know people grown ass hip hop, old hip hop heads used to hate this song. Really? I'm not surprised, man. I'm not surprised. Look at them talking disrespecting that woman <laughs> like that. Look at that. Personal, I talking about beating a woman. You did wanna run. That ain't hip hop. No, I'm a gold willow. You can call me great eight. Knock your teeth to such a mouth. Need to get your shit straight. I'm a gold willow on a hole. Did that. I'm a pimp, nigga, you ain't no. I feel like Terrence Howard was inspired by this guy on this hook, man. Let's go. I told you I'm going through this whole album, man. Ski, ski, mass over my skull. Papers in my mouth, cause I'm real. Bitch, it's a house called Clock Now. Let's go. Nipples in my mouth, cause I'm real. Bitch, it's a house called Block 9 with no love. Killers from the south got a pill. Caps make the shells fall. Yeah, it's you broke in the belly of a dipper. I'm in the pro.
Project Pat move because I heard a mm-hmm. verse from him today. He on a new song with Juicy okay. J and uh, Wiz Khalifa, and it was kind of like the old Project Pat a little bit. Okay, okay. We'll get into all the new music in a minute. Let's go. Respect on Project Pat name, The man. pain is what I'm bringing to you, dog. No love for those who ain't up about they home. The script has built and hypnotized the game. Cause we, the dude, are rich off in the game. The hood is hard, like cotton picking day. Let's go. Break can lose, just like rebellious slaves. We blaze and ride. My mouth is full of ghosts. We sail the snow. We also kick it dope. So much shit to get into today, man. Increases to the fool. The joke is passed after I take a pool. We got a packed show. So lit. Sun up to sun back. Shout out to all the day one supporters. This with clients on the tap. We got the bottles in the back. Just like gorillas in the suit. If you let me know if you want a section. I'm up up with you. Mm-hmm. We tap. The A. Shanika is a must. Tip the waitress too, man. This, the rubers they will bust. Shout out to Project Pat, man. That was a great. Yeah. That was, you know, that was one. That was probably the first. No, not probably. That was the first album I ever bought with my own money. Oh wow! That was the first album. So uh, this was sixth grade. My mom, uh, I finally got a CD player. This CD player, I couldn't, I couldn't really move it because it'll skip if I move it. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. one of those CD oh, players. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had to be still and uh, listen to the music. You can't just like run or walk or nothing. I forgot yeah, what they dude. used to call it. But, um, a Walkman or a no non-skip protection, whatever they call that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I know what you're talking a about. A lot of people had the non-skip protection one, and uh, mine wasn't that. <laughs> so um, my mom took me to Fye, <laughs> and she met. This is the part that got me, man, because my mom she was heavy in the church. She would always make me mm-hmm. go to church Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. And um, she made me get the clean version, man. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. I you went had... to Walmart, didn't you? Oh, you said FYE. FYE. I know it's old. Yeah. Okay. She said, is it cussing in this? And I tried, oh, no. to, I tried to play it off like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so the la- the lady there was like, oh, we have an edited version. So I had to get the edited version. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I was in sixth grade. That's something I had to deal with. But this was the first album I got, man. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, never a bad time to have a Project Pat appreciation, man. He's one of the best. I'll admit, it took me a while to get on to Project Pat. Mm. Um, I didn't he because he, he has that style where it's like it takes a lot to get used to, man. It's very unorthodox, especially even for a southern rapper, man. Whatever they say about you know critiques about southern rap, like his delivery is just different. And it takes a while to really get into, but he is a yeah. dope rapper, he, man. Yeah, they they had that style where it was kind of um, fast, faster rap. Yeah, so Houston took it slow. It it was kind of like a flow a little bit, but he would he would rap kind of fast a little bit. I hated Chicken Head when I first heard it. Really? <laughs> I really hated like the beat was just annoying to me, man. That's the that's the main Boy, thing. Please, what else? Yeah, <laughs> the 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 sound effects in it. The book, yeah, that is what got on my nerves. Like I hated, and the radio played it all the damn time too. I did not like that song, man, and that's why I didn't like Project Pat at first. <laughs> One of my friends in high school was like a heavy three six mafia head. Like he got the 
day one double disc D, uh, CDs with the DVDs in it with the yeah. shitty movies that they made. Yeah, I always made fun of him, man. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, listen yeah. to some real rap. Yeah, but, see, see, I was into Three Six Mafia before Project Pat. I, he, I know Project Pat was part of it, but mm-hmm. I was I was heavy into Three Six Mafia before I actually knew who Three Six Mafia really was. But the Project Pat. That album is the one that I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> this nigga hard right here, man. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. Shout out to Three Sis Mafia, man. I know they getting all the love now because people jacking their shit, but Oh yeah. But yeah, I feel like Project Pat don't get enough appreciation, man. I, I know You really that, don't, man. Yeah, a lot of people go to Juicy J. A lot of people mm-hmm. go to um DJ Paul, who were, you know, they were the brains behind it. They the or at least the production behind it. But man, Project Pat, man, was that dude, man, and and me being from the Midwest, from Cleveland, I felt like he didn't get that much due <laughs> during that time, man. And I think I th- I think people need to go back and check him out. I agree, man. Yeah, he didn't get enough love on the verses either. Just had that one quick song and he was out. They could have played more Project Pat hits instead of fucking Katy Perry. Did, did they play bullshit? Yeah, uh, they played Chicken Head, right? Yeah, they okay. played Chicken Head, like a bit of Chicken Head. He came out. I, yeah. I think his mic was he barely even working. I even remember hearing him. Yeah. But yeah, he came out for a second, then dipped. Yeah, and they, they I mean, could, at least they had him out there, but yeah, they could have done could've, a lot more. They could have played all of these joints we played <laughs> yeah. today on mm-hmm. that on that verses and and you know and take out all the new Juicy J shit and the Katy yep. Perry shit. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone without that bullshit for sure, man. But anyway, we digress. Let's get into the shit, man. It's another exciting episode of the Gems and Juice podcast. We back at it, back on full effect. A lot of new music to break down, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, First off, as we always do, quick wellness check, Figgy. How you been, man? How you holding up? Man, I'm holding up pretty good, man. I'm good. I'm sipping a little vodka right now, man. It was one of those days where I'm like, damn, it was a pretty cool day. Let me drink something just to drink something. So, um, yeah, man, my week been pretty cool, man. I um, couldn't wait to get back on the podcast for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, everything been cool, man. Everything been cool. All right, all right. You still enjoying the PS Five, right? You ain't yeah. give up on it yet, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, man. So I've been um, so an update. I I actually bought MLB the Show. Okay. It was it was like thirty bucks. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, fuck it. That's probably the cheapest I ever see. So I I, I got that. I played a little Madden. I I signed up for EA Sports. Um, whatever that is, where you get yeah, the that, games. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking. It's about. like four ninety nine. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me see. And so they gave me a free trial. They gave me like a ten hour trial of the new, uh, the uh, the newest Madden. I'm like, how you okay. fuck you gonna give me a, a t- like, give me the whole damn game, man? <laughs> but I, I I I get it. But yeah, man, Madden's their money maker, man. They can't get that one away for yeah, free. Yeah, for four ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, man, it's it's so strange because this is how you know I'm getting old. Madden, they made it so fucking difficult to play now. Mm-hmm. As far like me, like so, me turning the game on, I gotta like put my, I gotta sign up for EA Sports. Yeah, email yeah, and shit. yeah. And then they want me to fucking create a player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to fucking play an exhibition game. 
Like, why the fuck do I got to sign up for this shit? And apparently I signed up before, but I didn't know my password. So I had to reset my password mm-hmm. just to fucking get inside the game. And then they want me to fucking create a player, create a legacy player or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, they're like, do you want a balanced guy? Do you want a, a hard-nosed guy? Or do you want a speed guy? I'm like, I don't give I just want to play with the fucking uh, the, uh, the Chiefs or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I got to, like, create a player just to play. I'm just like, man, this shit was they making it way more inconvenient to fuck just play. But I got through all of that, and it was cool. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the shitty side of this new era of gaming, man. There's a lot of that going on. Uh, a lot of, and that's one of the fucked up things, too, was that now all these games make their money inside the game. Like yeah. NBA 2K, you're doing the my player shit. When sometimes, when I think about NBA 2K, I'm a, I'm like, okay, I'll be the Rockets, you be the fucking Thunder. Let's yeah. just play a quick match. Yeah. But nah, it's really more of about the... You create a player and you go against other people's players, but yeah. you got to work up to get your dude to be good enough. Yeah. And so you either spend like 20 hours on one stat or you can just pay like five to 10 bucks and boost your dude up. What do you think people are going to do? They're going to just pay the money. Yeah. So that's how these games make their money now, man. All these micro transactions in the game. It's kind of weak, but yeah, man, at least it looks good. That's crazy, man. But. I mean, I guess that's the era we in. But I, I, pl- I play, um, man. I play MLB the show. I, um, it was another game. I forgot the name of this damn game, but it was a, uh, it was definitely a PS Five game, and I was like, in outer space or some shit. <laughs> it was, it was a strange game, but I, I was in, I was into it. I'm gonna probably play it, <laughs> play it again when I get home, but. Yeah, I'm 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 learning, man. I'm I'm learning. I feel like I don't have the, I don't have the patience like I used to though, because I I used to sit there all day long play a game, but now I get a little irritated. I'm like, man, fuck this game. I don't feel like dealing with all this shit. <laughs> man, I'm the same way. But when you find that game that hooks you, you will do nothing but play that game. That's <laughs> with me. Like I will go weeks without playing a PS5 because I don't got nothing I really feel like playing. But once I play that one game, like, for example, I just finally played these games called The Last of Us. It's like uh. this Resident Evil type zombie game where you're this dude who got to try to survive. I actually started that game, too. Dog, if you get into that game, you won't stop. Damn. Like, it, it, that game is addictive. And then they got the second. The second one came out on PS4, but it looks like the graphics are so good. Dog, It looks Damn. like real life. The faces are so detailed. The story is so crazy. Like, mm. I couldn't stop. There was one day, I think on a Sunday, after I was done with all the football shit, like, I sat down and played that game for, like, I want to say eight, <laughs> nine hours straight, though. I couldn't get up. Damn. it was. I was addicted, man. But then I beat it, and now I don't play PS5 no more. Damn, so. <laughs> so I'm, I, think I, I think I played the part two. I think it was... The Last of Us 2. Part 2, yeah. Part 2, that game looks better and plays I, better. Yeah. But to get the story, you kind of have to play the first one first. Really? Man. Okay. And the first one you get for free because mm. you have those games that come on PlayStation. Mm. Like whatever it's called, PlayStation Collection, PlayStation Plus Collection. Okay. So you can play the first one for free. You got to pay to get the second one. The second one came out on PS4. Mm. 
Okay. But uh, yeah, it's a good game, man. Addictive, addictive games are addictive, man. When you really yeah. get into them, so yeah. it and, might be a good thing that you're and, not. And that game I was talking about earlier was called Mass Effect. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I've never played that one, but I heard it's really good. Okay, it's like a role playing game. Yeah, I, yeah, I was playing. I was into it, man. I was just like, damn, okay. My wife was just sitting there watching, so I'm like, <laughs> I was into it. And once I died, I was just like, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> like yeah. I'll play it later. <laughs> no, I feel you, man. I feel you. Gaming's a dangerous thing sometimes, man. So yeah, gotta make sure you can unplug and live life. But anyway, <laughs> this ain't a gaming podcast; it's a hip hop podcast. We yeah. got to get to the shits. We got to break down some new music, man. Some some exciting stuff came out this week, man. At first, I was thinking it was gonna be kind of a dry week. But then Friday came and it hit us with some surprises, man. Uh, so I guess we'll start talking about this new single from Benny the Butcher and J. Cole, produced by Alchemist. Mm. Apparently, this is going to be the first single off of uh, Benny's new album. I think it's Tana Talk 4 or some shit like that. I can't remember what the album's called. I think <laughs> it's something like that. But uh, uh, this is a new single featuring J. Cole, who... Said he wasn't doing features no more. I don't know what to do that. I think it was like two years ago. He yeah. said he wasn't doing any more features after the year like 2019 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he's back doing features again, apparently. Uh, and uh, the beat is crazy. Uh, I have to say, because he released a video. <laughs> I got to make a commentary on uh, Benny's hairline real quick. <laughs> As a fellow bald man who had to face the music and cut it all off, Benny needs to cut his hair off, man. It's they they were in the video, they were filming it from like a very low angle. So uh, you couldn't so you see just, his head, yeah. but clearly like his hairline has <laughs> been all the way back, man. Further than Stephen A. Smith. Damn. Like man. it's it's disappearing, man. He needs to let it go. Yeah. I know it ain't cool to be bald no more, but he needs to let that go, man. It's looking kind of rough. Yeah, man, it, it ain't nothing wrong with being bald, man. Just like some, like some people feel like, oh, I won't look right with it. Eventually, you will look right with yes. it, man. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, you know the pr- the problem is we need some like we need a Michael Jordan, yeah, to be bald. Like we, th- that's what I hate about LeBron. I know we get way off topic here. We gonna get to the song in a minute, <laughs> but I got to get these takes off about bald people first, man. <laughs> People who had hair were going bald in the 90s. Yeah. Because that was the look. It was yeah. because you had Michael Jordan, biggest player in the planet. Who was bald. And he was bald. Yeah. And then you had Tupac. He had hair. He shaved his head bald. Yeah. The Charles Michigan Barkley. players. Yeah. All, Charles Barkley, Michigan players, like Fab Five, they were all had hair and they all cut it off because that was the that look. That was the style. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Michael Jordan, that's why LeBron, if LeBron could have just accepted it and shaved his hair when it was disappearing, we would have a influx of, it would be cool to be bald again, man. Yeah. But he's desperately hanging on to what hair he got. And now we ain't got no prominent athletes or rappers that are really bald. I guess Freddie Gibbs, but he ain't really, you know, he's yeah. kind of half underground. There ain't, there ain't no real huge superstars that are bald right now if you think about it that are young but see i think the problem with that is and we're gonna get right back into this i know (laughs) but see the problem is 
they make it all these different things where you don't have to go bald. If your hairline is yes, receiving, that's true. You could get some type of surgery. You go to LA, get the LA, the tiger surgery and all that bullshit. And so nobody ever have to go bald. Because there is no young there's no young dude in a league or a young dude uh, that's a rapper that's that's bald, man. If, if their hairline is kind of going away, they just going to get that that surgery in L.A. that Nick Wright and niggas, <laughs> niggas, niggas Deion like Sanders. Deion Sanders, Tiger, LeBron. I think LeBron tried to get – he had got it at one point. They're going to try to get all that shit just to be cool. Rick Ross. Remember Rick Ross was bald as yes. fuck. Now he just came out of nowhere with a hairline, man. Did you see James Brown on oh Fox Sports I, 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 with that spray-on hairline, man? Man, man he's been like it been like that all season long, man. All season long. I'm just like, damn, ain't nobody saying nothing about this. I'm like, man, I know he the OG, so you probably ain't he probably ain't nobody gonna say nothing to him, but I'm like, this shit looking bad. <laughs> It was rough, man. We need we need somebody to stand up for the ball people of the world. I know, like that you brought. That was a good point you brought up about how anybody, like people, can just fight it better now. Yeah. But somebody just got to take it for the team and say, "Nah, we bringing this back, man. I, I ain't going what, through the through what, the hoops to try yeah. to keep my hair." What it is, man. People got to make it a style. They got to make yeah. it cool because, like Michael Jordan was cool. He was cool during that time. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to be bald. Yes. <laughs> so now you got all these commercials saying, "Hey, take this pill and your yes. hairline will come Keep back." Your, yeah. So it's all that bullshit, and it's like it's, it's nothing wrong with being bald, man. I feel like it take a lot of confidence to rock a baldy. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just can't help it, but yeah. uh, like it, it's but you got it's liberating, man. I'll say that much. It's yeah, very liberating. But you got I mean, you got to rock it with confidence, though. Even yeah. though you might not have a choice, but. You know, if you rock it with confidence, man, the ladies will love it. Yes. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, look at the little ball head. <laughs> look at the ball head cute. <laughs> so you just got to yeah. rock it with confidence, man. If you rock, if you, if you got a ball head and you don't feel confident in it, then nine times out of ten, people will look at you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it's just, yeah, we're, we're, as a people, I think we're way too insecure about our hair, mm-hmm. even though you would never admit that. Like it's black men, we're too insecure about our hair. Niggas clown you for your hairline. Like the fade got to be looking right. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Plus, these the price of these haircuts are, are skyrocketing. Damn, man. man, I kind of skyrocketing. Wish, though, when I start growing my hair, when I start getting locks, I kind of wish I locked my whole head up, man. Mm-hmm. Because that haircut, like I'm paying, and mind you, this is cheap. I'm paying thirty dollars just to cut. The size of my hair, thirty dollars, man, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's cheap. And uh, and on top of me getting my hair retwisted, that's another. Mm-hmm. That's almost eighty dollars, man, and <laughs> ninety dollars. So I'm paying one what one ten one twenty every time I get my hair done. That's crazy. I I could just pay I could just pay what a hundred dollars just to get the whole head retwisted mm-hmm. and call it just get a lineup or something. But it, it's a lot, man. And it's funny while we talk about barber, we gonna get to the song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it was a barber I used to go to, and when I went to him, when I first went to him, he was charging like thirty. 
$35, somewhere around there, which is cool. And uh, eventually he went up to 40 I was just like, all right, you know, it's mm-hmm. cool. The haircut fly, all right. And then and next thing you know, he went up to 50 I was just like, oh, I'm going to have to go somewhere else. But, man, the haircut is real fly and, you know, it's easy working with this dude because he could he could get me in at six a.m. Mm-hmm. So I could go, uh, before I go to work, I could get a haircut and then you know go on about my day. Then this nigga went up to sixty. I was just like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I can't I can't pay sixty dollars for you to cut three sides of my hair, man. Like sixty dollars, but that's uh, getting too greedy, man. Fa- sixty bucks, fam. So the last time I've been keeping tabs on him once in a while just to see. How much he went up to? I want to say last year he was at like eighty dollars for a haircut, or a hundred dollars for a beard. If you want the beard too, come on, man. So I'm like, what the fuck? So recently, like two weeks ago, I'm like, let me check in and see. This nigga up to one twenty. A hundred and twenty dollars for a haircut, man. One twenty. Nah, there's something going on there, man. Either he just is has no time to cut a lot of hair and would rather just do a few a week or something, man. Because that's a hundred twenty. A hundred and twenty dollars. Ain't no man. inflation in this country done gone up a hundred percent to where bro. you go from like thirty bucks to a hundred twenty, dog. Damn that, bro. That shit was crazy, man. I'm like. I'm like, what the, f- like, $120? I, 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 look, man, if pe- if people paying that, salute to you. If he making his money, salute to him. But $120, man. And and the thing is, is, it, like, it's one thing. It, I know a lot of barbers who don't really promote their prices. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they come to people, they cut celebrities' hairs. They go to their house. And all that stuff. And I understand, you know, I'm not arguing about that price. You know, if you go to their house, cut them up, you could charge $100 or whatever your price is. Mm-hmm. But, like, you got the link in your bio, and your the link is $120. Like, you still looking for customers or, you know, like, it's still a thing. It's just like, nah, man. Because I met a whole bunch of barbers who only cut celebrities here, and they don't advertise their prices at all. Like I couldn't go to their Instagram and be like, damn, let me, you know, how much you charge or wait, I can't even hear you. But um, yeah, it's not a thing where I'm like, how much you charge and all this shit. They know what it is, so they only fuck with the celebrities. But this guy's like still promoting, like, hey, I got some spots left. Yeah, but it's like you can't be promoting, <laughs> hey guys, I, I charge 120. Like, just, just don't say nothing, man. Just keep posting the dope-ass haircuts and call it a day, man. Tell people to DM you for the price. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but when it's that high, you might as well just put it out in Front Street <laughs> to let people know, like, keep on moving. Because all you're going to get, if you if you say DM for the price and you say 120 everybody you're just going to get a lot of mad people in your DMs <laughs> and try to negotiate. And that's one thing I've learned about Facebook. Don't if you ever put shit on sale or you provide some type of service, don't ever put the actual cost that you want. Charge <laughs> more and then haggle it down if they insist. Because yeah. I was selling some shit a few years back, and like I was selling it at a loss basically. <laughs> like I bought this shit for more, 
and selling it for less than they would usually go for. And they would still try to haggle me down. Something that costs like 20 bucks. Say, yeah. all I got is 10. Yeah. Like, nigga, <laughs> no, you mean to tell me you don't have $20, man? Uh, if you went to yeah. a store, you would not be able to haggle down a video game to yeah. 10, 20, 10 bucks yeah. when it's already being sold for cheap, man. So yeah. don't play me like that, I ain't that, no nigga dog. in New York on the street selling yes. purses and shit. Yes. Yeah, so I was selling some ACL tickets and people tried to lowball me and I'm like, dog, I got people really trying to buy these tickets. Either you buy them for what they going for or not. Because yeah. somebody else gonna get it. Yeah, somebody got me like that too. I tried to sell my speaker. I had some sounds that was in my car. That the amp and all this other shit. I was I was letting it go for like seventy dollars. I paid more more than that for the amp only. <laughs> I was giving up the I was giving up the amp and the and the twelves. For like 70 bucks. I was just trying to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And niggas is like, oh, I got 40. Or I got 50. I'm like, man, I'm not giving this up for $40. I paid, I paid like 150 for this amp. It was like a 1200 watt amp. And you want me to give you both of this shit for 40? I was just like, nah, I'm better off keeping it, man. <laughs> like if you can't yeah. if you can't give me $70 for it, man, maybe you need to look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe that's what this barber is doing. Maybe he's expecting people to come in and be like, all I got is 60 bucks. And they'd be like, all right, just this one time. And yeah. he'll do it for 60, even though it ain't worth that much. But I digress. We got to get back to it, man. And just so y'all know, it's probably going to be a podcast full of sidebars and side yeah, conversations. Yeah. So just keep rocking with us, man. We're going to get to it. But there's a lot going on. We got to get off our chest, too. Um, so anyway... The song is called. I've already forgotten the song. The song is Johnny's called P. Johnny P. Ca- Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher and J. Cole off of Benny's new album project, whatever you want to call it, coming soon. Figgy, I know you a big Benny and Griselda fan. What did you think about this new song produced by Alchemist? Um, I actually liked the song. I was kind of thrown off the way he started the song because it sounded like he was a little offbeat. And it was rapping a little fast. I was just kind of like, huh? But um, I thought the song was smooth. Um, J. Cole, he all, to me, I feel like J. Cole always have the best features, man. Yeah. He's one of those people that, you know, always kill his features, as any artist sh- should if you feature on it. I think it's a red flag if you can't kill a feature. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed the song a lot, man. I ain't really got too much to break down about this song, but... Benny the Butcher, uh, Conway, and all they always make good songs to me. And um, it was good to hear J. Cole on an Alchemist beat because I don't think he'd be on nobody else's beats but his. Mm. So it was good to hear him on an Alchemist beat. And maybe, I mean, I don't know if J. Cole retiring or not. I, I know everybody keep fucking talking about retiring for music. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing the... Uh, the J. Cole and Alchemist project, man. I know Alchemist working with a lot of people. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing a little four pack from uh J. Cole and Alchemist. I think I think that's what J. Cole need to do, man. Um I know he did the whole no features, platinum with no features and all that mm-hmm. shit. I think he I think he need to branch off and work with some other producers. I think that might that might get me excited about J. Cole. I know you're not the biggest J. Cole fan, but I feel like some other. I I think it's important for artists to work with some other producers at some point. Yeah, I agree, man. Like he, like you said, he did kill the feature, 
you know, uh, lyrically, I never had a problem with J. Cole. Like, I just think, you know, kind of the problem we had with Corday. I have it on a less scale with J. Cole, J. Warm, <laughs> as we as they called him. Uh, I have that kind of problem with J. Cole. I don't think he really stands out too, too much. But, I mean, lyrically, when he's on a feature, he going to kill it. He had a bunch of clever multi-syllable lines in here that I was impressed by that whole theory of relativity, no MC equal type shit. That was, that was crazy, man. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be down of course for a J Cole and Alchemist project, but his fan base is more diverse. I think, you know, he has a lot of women who like him too. So yeah. I don't know if you would want to put out a album that's just for strictly the, you know, cause let, let's face it. Like only niggas really fucking with these alchemists, Beats yeah. and projects, and it, it ain't gonna I, I bump never, enough. I yeah. never heard the females say, "Oh yeah, he got song with Alchemist." Yeah, and I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying all y'all because I know people gonna say we being sexist. Nah, yeah. it's not that. But let's be real, like there's His certain is more music, music, exactly. It's more like real hip hop, if you want to call it that. But <laughs> it, it's not. You don't see a lot of women bumping songs with no drums on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. uh I mean, that's part of his audience, too. So I don't know if he would do a whole project like that, but I'll be down for it. You know, he's always been somebody who kind of marches to the beat of his own drum yeah. and does his own thing. So it will be cool if he had like maybe a primo beat and then the alchemist beat and just did a whole, you know, kind of old school style hip hop album or project or whatever. But I don't know. He does whatever he wants to do. I, you know, he's a producer, too. He likes making his own beats. Yeah. So. I doubt he'll do that, but still, it'll be interesting. Anyway, this song was great, man. I liked it a lot. Um, Benny and Alchemist never miss. And I know Alchemist, like I've said before, I think he's one of the best producers out right now. But there are some of the beats, you know, he does for artists. I'm like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. But Benny and him just never seem to miss, man. Every time I see hear a Benny beat or, or a Benny a production with Alchemist doing the production, it's always a hit to me. Yeah. And some of Benny's best songs are the ones that Alchemist produced, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's another one. It's a great song, man. I'm going to keep it on replay throughout the week, definitely. Looking forward to the new album. I know I've been slipping on these Griselda releases. They release so much music, man. It's hard to keep up sometimes. Yeah. But uh, Benny, I'm going to check this new Benny. I don't know if Alchemist is doing the production for the whole album, but I'm going to check it for sure. And I'm looking forward to it, man. So I think we would both say this track is definitely qualified. Yeah, qualified. <laughs> yeah, got to drop ourselves. <laughs> Jay Prince coming back, man. We we promise yeah. he's coming back at some point. <laughs> uh, next one is a song from somebody who I just realized is putting out music, I guess. <laughs> a man named Nigo, N-I-G-O. Featuring ASAP Rocky. Now, Nigo is the founder of Bathe and Ape. Ah, and, okay. Yeah, he is a fashion designer, but I guess he also moonlights as a DJ and record producer. Okay. And he's been putting out some music recently. He has a new album supposed to come out soon. I don't think he actually raps. Mm. I think this is more of like a... Uh, Peter Rosenberg type thing. Yeah, yeah, because where, I was looking for somebody else to be on it, and I just heard ASAP Rocky, so I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> this is the ASAP song. I don't know if Nigo did the production on it. I didn't look too much into this track. I was trying to do some homework on this guy because I'd never heard of him before, but apparently he's very famous in the fashion world. 
<laughs> and uh, the video dropped as well. It has a lot of cameos. Of course, Pharrell, Mr. Mm-hmm. Bay Nape himself made an appearance in it. Uh, Kid Cudi's in it as well. And yeah, the whole song is just ASAP going off. Uh, sidebar, I do think ASAP Rocky is gearing up for some kind of return at this yeah. point. Because there's been too many features he's been on coming out yeah. in the last few months that I, I can safely say he's probably going to put something out at some point soon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but this song itself, man, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, good beat, good production. Uh, ASAP, you know, this this is the ASAP I like, man. Like, <laughs> ASAP over a chill trap type of beat and, yeah. and just doing his thing, man. Like, I, I enjoy that ASAP. I don't, I don't like that testing ASAP <laughs> with all them weird beats and him doing whatever the fuck he's doing on the album. Nah, this is the type of ASAP music I like, though, man. <laughs> and I definitely say it was qualified, but I know you're a fan as well. Yeah. Uh, how you feel about this? Did you hear the song, number one? I what did, you think yeah, about I did. It? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like the song a lot, too, man. Like I said, I didn't know who um, Nigo was. And um, I was expecting to hear somebody else on it first. Yeah, me too. And I heard ASAP the whole time. I was just like, okay, this is an ASAP song. I'm, I'm down with that. And um, unlike you, I did not uh, do research on this guy. <laughs> I just took it as an ASAP song. But um, I liked the song a lot. The beat was hard. And I agree with you. I think he's gearing up for something. Uh, I'm I, I'm guessing maybe he'll drop an album this year. I'm, I'm guessing it, it got to be this year. Maybe yeah. I don't know when, but def definitely this year. So I, I know he's supposed to be on some. I think he's supposed to be on some big tour coming up soon too. Mm. Uh, I want to say maybe with Cardi. I can't remember mm. where I thought he was supposed to be on something. Mm. Big soon, and I would assume I can't find. Was it like a festival Rocky tour? I think it's a festival. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know Mm. what the fuck. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know. But I thought Mm. he was supposed to be on some big tour or some big festival, Mm. and I assume he might drop it then. But I don't know. But I do think he's gearing up at this point because it it had been a while before we since we had even heard from him for a minute. Yeah. And now suddenly he was on the Nas album. He had been on some other things recently, and now he's on this track as well. Yeah, with the video yeah. all to himself, basically. Yeah, the last uh, that Testa album that you love so much. <laughs> the, the last time he uh, where the he dropped that in 2018. Wow, so, uh, it had been a few years. <laughs> yeah, not as long as uh, Rihanna though, who dropped Anti in what 2016. Yeah, uh, we don't had a whole presidential cycle and yeah. rihanna ain't had no new music out yeah i want to say it was 2016 that came out oh wow 2014 man even longer obama was still in office oh <laughs> yeah she dropped the definitely album. two presidential <laughs> by the yeah. time she drops we might have we might have gone through three different presidencies yeah. <laughs> by the time she dropped music again man think yeah, about that yeah so yeah man. i think she i don't know what's going on with that man i heard she had some new music recorded i yeah. don't know when she gonna release I it i don't know if she gonna drop a. she probably i can see her dropping a song i just don't know about her dropping the album man she ain't really pressed to drop music yeah i can see her dropping the song for, for the fans and all that shit and see what it do if it if it just go insane, where it's like, hey, you gotta drop something because you can make all this money, you know, if you drop this album now, I could 
you know, I can see her dropping the album, but if she drop a song and it do okay, I can see her just going right back to the lingerie, <laughs> mm-hmm. creating some more lingerie and lipstick and all that shit. <laughs> like she ain't got to do that shit, and she don't even seem motivated to do it. So nah, yeah, I don't, I don't know why or what, but I don't know. I, I'm not really expecting no Rihanna album. I'm not holding my breath for it. Yeah, and kind of part of me feels like it might be that Dr. Dre syndrome or it's like she's just too insecure in it or doesn't feel like it's going to live up to her last album. So she don't want to drop it unless it's going to really, you know, rock the music scene and maybe she don't feel that strongly about it. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree, man. I, I, I don't think me personally, I don't think she could top this album. And even, you know, if technically she do top this album. It's gonna be a lot of people saying, "Nah, they ain't anti. Ain't good as anti." Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's a lose lose situation. <laughs> it kind of is, man. And like you said, she don't need to drop music no more. She definitely got the fashion thing on lock and all her products out there. So I don't know. We'll see. We will. Yeah. We will keep people notified. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned an album you listened to though, man. You said Doughboy yeah. dropped a new album. What yeah, you think about yeah, it? Yeah, man. Shout out to Doughboy. Um, uh, he from East Cleveland. Um, so not really my neck of the woods, but, but he's from <laughs> Cleveland. And uh what's funny is sidebar real quick, um, Kevin Durant commented on his Instagram post. Oh wow. And so um uh, so a little backstory. Um Doughboy's from East Cleveland and he's from a hood slash street called Nose. like Beyonce knows. So mm-hmm. knows F, and um, he has uh, Kevin Durant comment and said, "Hey, you gotta take. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to go to knows F." He said that in the comments. And I was just like, "No, you don't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to go on knows." But um, yeah, man. So uh, shout out to Doughboy, but he have a project called Oh Really, and um, and if you don't know Doughboy, that's one of his that's like one of his ad libs. So mm-hmm. all throughout the songs, he'd be like, oh, really? So <laughs> it's cool. He's he signed under Future um, record label. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think he might be signed under Free Bands, I think. But um, yeah, man, he's a dope artist. He's been doing music for a long time. And um, yeah, man, he doing his thing now. He got some top-notch features, man. And um I enjoy this album a lot. If you want to hear some, um, I'm trying to think who I could possibly compare him to. But if you want to hear some, um, like some street shit, that uh, that's him, man. Um, he got he got a song with uh, who on this album? Lil Uzi Vert, Moneybag mm-hmm. Yo. Um, he got some newer artists too. I can't man, this shit not popping up. But um, I think the album is qualified. My homeboy, shout out to my homeboy slash engineer Rosewood. I used mm-hmm. to record all my music at his studio, and I still keep it. I still keep in touch with Rosewood to this day, and that's Doughboy's engineer now. <laughs> so, no oh, wow. So I'm I'm proud of Rosewood. Um, he wasn't his engineer when I was there because I think Doughboy was in jail <laughs> when I uh, when I was living there. So once I mm-hmm. moved here, he ended up getting out, and he ended up linking up with Rosewood, and they've been you know. He been looking out for him since, and um, yeah. So big shout out to um, um, Rosewood. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to break up the track list, but this this album, I, 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 you got to check this album out, man. I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, hold on. Sorry, but yeah, he got a couple. So he got a song with um, fuck, forty two Doug Nardo Wick or oh, G yeah. Herbo. You got people on here, yeah. money back, yo, Rowdy Rebel. Ty Dolla Sign, all right. Yeah, Babyface Ray. That we're getting to that album too. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's a dope project, man. Check it out. Um, the art. <laughs> I'm looking at the artwork. He was on Nose Ave in his artwork. Mm-hmm. So this is how Cleveland look. <laughs> this is East Cleveland, but um, this is pretty much how Cleveland look. That's it was so weird when I moved to Houston because like the uh, the trap houses were small. Mm-hmm. Like there's no you know. In, in the Midwest, you got bigger houses. Yeah, honestly, that's a nice house, man. I don't look like a, a trap house at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if there wasn't a bunch of niggas around it, you would think that's like a pretty decent house. But, but see, looking at this house now, man, um, that's um, that looked like a regular house, but it's a lot of two-family houses that look like the duplex. We call it duplexes, mm-hmm. where, you know, you got a house at the top and a house at the bottom. So, um yeah, a lot of houses are like that, <laughs> and you know that, that that's the hood, man. I had my experiences over there. <laughs> oh, wow! At, at the wrong time, mm-hmm. but but yeah, man. Um, shout out to Doughboy, man. It's it's always good to see somebody from Cleveland doing their thing, man. And um, he actually had a tweet not that long ago saying um, he pretty much said, "You don't know how hard it is to be a rapper from Cleveland," mm-hmm. and. I, I pretty much responded. A lot of people was uh, interacting with me. I'm like, it's hard to be anything from Cleveland. <laughs> it's hard to make it from Cleveland, period, man, because I, I dealt with that trying to make it as a um, radio guy in Cleveland. And I didn't take off until I moved. So, um, yeah, shout out to Doughboy, man. Check this album out. Um, it's a it's more of a trap type of sound it's not it's not um corday <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not corday at all but if you went to that if you're looking for some good gym music some good you know fighting music <laughs> for lack of better word check this album out doughboy and this album is called oh really oh, okay yeah i'm gonna check it out man some good features on here got pretty much everybody popping right now so mm-hmm. yeah, good to see cleveland doing some big things man Yes, sir. Uh, next album, uh, you mentioned Babyface Ray before. I think you were kind of mixed on him before. We were a bit mad that he named himself Babyface. I, yeah, I, and see that uh, when I was saying that, I really never checked his music out. I was just irritated whenever I see somebody when I see him featured on somebody's album, yep. and the name was too long, so all you all you'll see is Babyface. And so I'm thinking, like, okay, he got a song with Babyface, okay. Oh, Big Sean got a song with Babyface, okay. And then there's <laughs> some nigga rapping off beat, like, what the fuck is this? I, I was looking for fucking the legend Babyface. But, um, yeah, I, I ended up checking this album out today. That was the first time I ever listened to Babyface. Right. Okay, well, I didn't listen to this album. I heard people talking about it, but I just wasn't in the mood, man. I'll be honest, <laughs> man. I'll check it out sometime this week, probably, mm-hmm. but... It was, he's one of those rappers where it's like, as an older person, I really got to mentally prepare myself before I listen <laughs> to some shit like this, man. And uh, but you did listen to it, so I want to know your thoughts, man. What do you think about this Babyface 
Ray album called Face. Man, to be honest, I actually liked it, man. It wasn't it wasn't that bad after all. And I think <laughs> I think the reason why is I was prepared for it. So I'm like, all right, I know who Babyface Ray is now. So I'm prepared for some, you know, some ratchet street street shit. So I'm like, all right, you know, so I I, I went into this album knowing what I was going to hear. And I was I, I kind of like it. And to be honest, man, I've been very critical on Detroit rap. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Detroit rap, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they got, run the game right now. Yeah, they got this certain type of beat and they rap off beat. <laughs> And um, I'm I'm kind of liking it a little bit, man. I, I I was liking some of the songs. I ain't really skip a lot. And um, I think it's hard, man. I like the album. I, I would say it's qualified, um, but it's not for everybody, man. I'm, yeah. Yeah, so if you're a real hip-hop head, I advise you to keep scrolling <laughs> when you see this yeah, album. Yeah, this is like, this is under 25 music. Yes. So if you if you over that, it might not be for you. I can already tell. The features are crazy, man. He got Young Lean on here. I actually <laughs> like Young Lean, but Young Lean is different kind of rap, man. He's this white guy from like Poland or something. Yeah, uh, so G Herbo's on here, 42 Doug, Pusha yeah. T, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, features <laughs> are very diverse, man. So Yeah, so I, I like this album a lot, man. It was um it was cool, man. It's it's some good gym music for me. So, uh, it's cool. I like I like it, man. It's, okay, I, I would okay. say it's qualified. Speaking of Pusha T, man, did you hear that new Pusha T snippet? Uh, I didn't. I heard he he's teasing a new album coming soon. I'm excited for that, but yeah. I didn't hear the snippet. I don't yeah. like doing snippets, man. I rarely hear a whole track. You want to hear it? It's, it yeah, go ahead, play it. So he played. So they played this song at like a fashion show, at mm-hmm. fashion show runway. So let me play it. Hear me clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. These drug dealer rollies is my TikTok and Triller. Insecure bitches get lip fillers covered in white like Bridezilla and never been caught. So what's the shiggy dance for a brick nigga? Extracurricular art by a Okay. Is this really a snippet? They played it. Okay. They pl- okay. They faded out. It sounded like the whole song, damn near. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a snippet on uh, Twitter, but they actually played the song during the um some type of runway, some fashion show. No oh, damn. Yeah, they played that. They played the Tyler song and all that stuff. So, um, the side note, it's kind of funny watching these uh, these models walk down a runway to this song. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like all the whitest of white people mm-hmm. in some crazy ass clothes just walking with a serious face to that song. <laughs> like you would have thought somebody just plugged that music in <laughs> at another time. <laughs> But um, nah, fashion shows are crazy now, man. Hip hop and all that shit is taking over fashion shows now. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's some new Pusha T. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait for a Pusha T album, man. I think, yeah, it's been too long, man. It's been yeah, too long. I think this. I think this album potentially have the chance to be better than his last one, Daytona. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I mean, I feel like he's probably had more time to cook this one. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem with all those Kanye good music releases a few years ago was that they were so, it seemed like, you know how Kanye works. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was very rushed and it was good. Push T's album was the best of all of them. Mm-hmm. But I would assume like they could have even made it better if they just had more time and maybe cooked it more, had some different, I don't know, maybe it made it longer. It was very short. Which wasn't a bad thing, but it, you know, it could have had some more tracks. Yeah. So I definitely think this one, I mean, he's probably been cooking this for a few years now. So, yeah, I would definitely, I almost going into it expecting it to be at least as good as Daytona. Yeah. If not better. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, man. I agree. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That snippet was hard, man. That song is crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely looking forward to new Pusha T music, man. Even Drake was excited. He he quoted uh, Pusha T. And his newest Instagram post where he's talking to his little son. Oh, damn. I know. So, that. Yeah. Okay. Even Drake's excited, man. See, yeah. we so all is that be, Is that be squashed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What, at this point. Th- that's the crazy part about that beef, man. What was they beefing? The, what, what started it? Like, what was the beginning of that beef where it's just like them two going at it like that? I know, I know Pusha T had beef. I think the whole thing started with Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And Young Money. And it just extended to everybody in Young Money. And then extended to Drake. Because, you know, Pusha T would take those shots, the ghost riding shots. Yeah. And Drake was feeling himself. He he shot back. And then we know what happened next. Yeah. But I think that pretty much it started with Lil Wayne and Baby at that point. Birdman. Yeah. And. But yeah, that that is one of those things where you kind of forget even where because we all know kind of how Jay Z and Nas started. Yeah. But Jay Z, the Drake and Pusha T thing is kind of weird, especially since Drake was a fan of Pusha T. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so at at first because I think we all see the the end of the not the end of the beat, but the most important part of the beef, which was the diss songs and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So our mind was like, oh, they'll never be cool. I don't never see that happening. Or I don't see them piecing it up. But then, you know, you mentioned how, you know, Drake, you know, pretty much quoted Push T or whatever it was on the Instagram post. And it's like, damn, it was that easy? So Kanye yep. being cool, squashing it, you know, helped that, you know, help it be cool in that part too with Pusha T. And it's like, what what the fuck was they beefing about in the first place <laughs> for it to get to that point? So it's good, man. I, yeah, it's, they should put it in the past. It, yeah. If it wasn't that serious, if it wasn't no street shit going on, man, like it's cool, man. Drake was a fan. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Drake collab with Pusha T or something. No, 100%, man. And for context, um, the quote was, the caption Drake put in this video he made with his son and the caption says, I've been around the world tw- thrice times. I mean what I say. That is a push a T line from the song. Cot damn. Okay. Uh, from Lord went willing. From okay. His verse. Okay. So yeah, Drake digging in the crates a little bit, man, but 
Uh, excited for new Pusha T music as always, man. Yeah, and side note, when Pusha T album drop, y'all young niggas need to just stay out the way. Let us <laughs> let us glorify some good music, man. Like I don't want to hear no Drake beef. I don't want to hear all he talk about is drug dealing. And- That's one thing I'm getting sick of, man. Like <laughs> all rappers talk about the same shit all yeah. the time. Why is Pusha T why- singled out? All, yeah. all you talk about is crack and cocaine. Yeah. Like what why do you put him on the pedestal? Which yeah. make him switch it up. To me, that like him him and uh to me Meg too. People always single mm-hmm. out Meg like, "Oh, she got to talk about something." Like let her talk about that, man. If you yes. want to hear what she got to say, you got fucking Rhapsody. Go to Rhapsody at this point, man. If you mm-hmm. want if you tired of mad talking about that, go to somebody else. But if you want to go to a strip club or you want to hear some freaky shit, pop in Meg. Well, I'm, I'm tired of people just trying to call out certain people because they only talk about one thing. I, I don't want to hear Pusha T making a love song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I want to. I know what I'm going to Pusha T for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just yeah, just keep it that way. I agree wholeheartedly, man. I'm getting sick of that. And yes, he does talk about crack a lot. And yes, that's all you want to hear from Pusha. His name is Pusha T. Pusha Ton. Pusha yeah. Ton of that shit to make your nose run. Yeah. Okay, that's all I want to hear from Pusha T, dog. Yeah, just, yeah. Just let let us have our moment. Let us enjoy. <laughs> we let everybody enjoy Drake. So let us enjoy fucking Pusha T when, whenever he drops. Yes. <laughs> And one last thing I want to bring up, because I did see this. This happened uh, earlier this week. Did you by any chance catch this uh, Cameron freestyle on Funk Flex's show? It (laughs) happened, I want to say, Thursday, maybe. Mm. Um, Cameron came in. He promoted on Instagram at first. He came in. It was about... The video is like seven minutes long. The actual rapping is probably like more close to four or Mm. something like that. But uh, I did actually hear this. Mm. And, you know, it's been tough for Dipset ever since that locks yeah. versus. <laughs> uh, it's been tough, man. I didn't know what Cameron was going to come with, but I did want to hear if he could redeem himself a little bit somewhat. And the freestyle is actually lyrically is good. Um, I guess he has like a bunch of strippers or women in the background as some kind of a. Uh, you can play a little bit of it if you want, man. Let, let, listen to a little bit right. first before I uh, continue. Hey, get him, Broadway. Check the fouls, Mr. Jow. See a winner still. These niggas broke. I'm allergic. Pass me a Benadryl. You got it, nigga? Spend a mill. Had all intent to chill. But niggas talking fly like they rent. Ain't my dinner bill. Kitten, you gotta be. I be moving modestly. Honestly, I'm the one that's pitching in the lobby. Being didn't care who's watching me. Basketball games and then I went and did a robbery all through Harlem. You spotted me. Pan, pan the Willie Bird. It's funny looking at Funk Flex. It really is. Getting, <laughs> this nigga be getting a boner. I'm just swerving. That's real. That's real motherfucking bars, nigga. Fuck around with me and be a murder victim. A fried burger flip them. Huh. Them birds, I get them. The fiends deserve to hit them. The first of the third, the workers gonna be working with them. Me, y'all can't come around. Better off just run around. That was kind of crazy, man. You gotta, you gotta get him up. Camel lyricist, man. I don't care what he say. Camel lyricist, dog. That was kind of a crazy, yeah. crazy flip with them with them bars, man. Yeah. Uh, now, I listened to the whole thing, <laughs> and 
it kind of drives me back to how we look at Dipset now, man. Like, lyrically, they were okay, but I feel like a lot of their aura came off of the swagger. Oh, 100%. And when that swagger is gone, then all you got is just like an old nigga rapping. 100%. Because, <laughs> yeah, because if you look at the locks, like, no disrespect, I don't think their their image wasn't built off of gold chains and, you know, nah. style and stuff like that. That was Dipset. Dipset, mm-hmm. there was, you know, first thing you talk about is the bandanas, the the big-ass coats, the ja- the jackets, and then, you know, the pink cam- shit pa- Cameron was wearing. That that was talked about first, and then it was the music, and then the uh, lyrics and all that stuff. So, um, like I said, they weren't lyrically bad, and I think the the one thing I do give Cameron credit for is they he he kind of dumbed down his shit, man. Oh, he hundred percent did. He dumbed down his shit. He found the lane. He found his um his image when it comes to music, as far as like the production. And he stayed in that lane. He stayed like it's a whole thing called dipset beats. You, we got the dipset type beats, and he stuck to that. And his rap style f- uh, fit that. So um, I can, you know, I, I respect that he kind of made a, a a lane of his own. But um, lyrically, he, I, he he's not. I don't think he's like the lots at all, man. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people. They they shit on them because the p- computers putin and all that shit. Yeah. Doobie cooby who I understand it, but no, this dude can actually rap, man. He still toe to toe with Jay Z <laughs> on the rap song. Yeah. So he could definitely rap, but I think he definitely dumbed his shit down to fit a certain style. He did, and I don't know, man, because like I said, that lyrically the freestyle was cool. But just seeing him like he is now, man, seeing the women in the background that completely look disinterested in whatever's going on and clearly were only there for eye candy. But I guess they weren't paid enough to actually look like they cared <laughs> or were doing anything except be on their phone. Yeah. And then you have Cameron. His delivery is just not the same, man. I, I don't I know he's had health problems. Yeah. He has been real public about it. but So I don't want to put that on him. But he don't sound the same, man. And when that swagger is gone, you just had, I don't know, it don't hit the same, man. If this was young Cam in the booth, I felt like we would be going crazy over this freestyle. Yeah, 100%. But it being old, almost, you know, emphysema voice sounding camera, man, it's just, it don't hit the same, dog. I got to say, it just don't. Yeah, yeah. it's been rough for Dipset, man. Yeah, I, agree. I don't know. I agree, man. Like I, I do, I do think his voice don't sound as strong because if you listen to um, Diplomat Immunity and Purple Haze and shit, his voice was strong. Mm-hmm. But this one seemed like he kind of getting older, and like you mentioned, it could be the health problems too. But he just his voice sound kind of low. And I think the part that's me- to me the part that's kind of I don't want to say turning me off. Because if he drop an album tonight, I'm going to listen to it, man. I'm going to listen to it no matter what. But um, I think his production and um, just his sound, the engineering part, to me it sounds kind of cheap. 
Yeah. To the point, I'm like, man, I can hook you up with a good engineer, man. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he don't really put too much into the production. We we know J- Jadakiss and Lots and all them, they put a lot into their production, man. They 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 started with P. Diddy, who, you know, production is first when it comes to their shit before anything else. So, um, you know, a Lots project or Jadakiss project, their shit always sound clean. But um, Dipset, they grew, they kind of grew up in that era with releasing music without being mixed, and you know, not mastered and all this other stuff. And I think that's how I think Cameron's last project was like that, where it's just like, man, I could barely fucking hear him, mm-hmm. and the beat too loud right here. And I, I think that's a problem too, man. I think um, the production don't sound as good. And maybe it's a new day and age because now I feel like people production sound way better than the ninth, uh, not the nineties, but way better than the two thousands when niggas was just putting out shit without being mastered mm-hmm. <laughs> in the mixtape shit. So um, I think that's a problem too. But um, he still, to me, he still his content is still the same. I don't think he lost nothing when it comes to the lyrics and the bars. But I think now as a grown man, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm I'm older now, man. I I want to listen to more mature shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need to see the women in the back and you counting money <laughs> and <laughs> shit like that. I think I think he still got that same. He's still rolling out that same image. Yeah, nah, he definitely comes across as immature, man. Some of the shit he he posts and tweets and I don't know if he tweets, but I know he put he's on Instagram all the time. Yeah. Those dick pills and shit. Like, man, you almost 50 years old, dog. Yeah, what are you doing? I, yeah, I know people give Jay-Z a hard time with the art and all all mm-hmm. this other shit. But At least he tried he, to be an adult, man. Like He, he a grown-ass man. He not doing yes. the same shit he was doing, you know, 10 years ago or 15, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. And, you know, now he not really, he not really going off of that. <laughs> so now he doing shit like, you know... You know, putting money to your ear ain't cool type thing. <laughs> so I can respect that. But Cameron is exactly the same. And not only that, he's moving the same as he did 20 years ago. So I think that, you know, that's that might be a turnoff. And we talked about this last week with, you know, the image. <laughs> you know, with Corday, his image. Mm-hmm. And after a while, man, it's kind of like, oh, I'm a grown man. I don't need to, you know. I don't want to see this type of image from you now. I'd rather listen to something else. <laughs> I agree, man. And that's kind of why Jay and Nas were able to age gracefully in hip hop. It's not easy, man. It's not easy to change up what's been working for you. But eventually you're going to get old. And that's I, low key. I think that's why T.I. stopped being as prominent. Well, high key, honestly. You know, because he he didn't really he only knows how to rap about the shit he's been rapping about, and the image he's been putting out. It's like after a while, it's like yeah. man, you don't want to hear that no more. Yeah. So, and I think I think with somebody like Ti too, he eventually went into the pop route. <laughs> yeah. Where you know he make hits only like everything got to be like a radio hit, radio song. Mm-hmm. And at that point, man, if you can't make a radio song, you can't just go back to trap music <laughs> and talk about, you know, drug dealing at 
at that point, after you then made, you could have whatever you like. You've yeah. been in Marvel movies and shit. Yeah, yeah. man. Or live your life with Rihanna and shit like mm-hmm. that. You can't really go back to that. That's what, you know, because we talked about Pusha T. Pusha T been rapping about that same shit for his whole career. That's true. And that is a good counterpoint, but that is all you want to hear Pusha T talk about. So Yeah, but he been, he been rapping about that for the longest, and he, he, he didn't... Like, I think I would have the same argument if Pusha T went the pop route and started making uh, radio hits and songs for the ladies and stuff like that. At that point, you, he couldn't go back to this. Mm-hmm. But he never switched. That's why, you know, um, rest in peace to Prodigy. That's why you know, Prodigy never switched either. He's He made the mm-hmm. same shit since 90, 94, 95, whenever that first Mob D album came out. And... Up until his death, he made the same shit. So I I didn't have a problem with uh, Mob Deep rapping about that or um, Prodigy rapping about that, but that was their brand <laughs> the whole time. And I think it's I think it's troubling. I, I I think it's rough when the artists you know go the pop route and they you know they start making radio songs, radio friendly songs, and then when you can't make radio friendly songs, then you kind of end up you stuck in a hard place where it's like. Do Can't I go, go back? back. Do I yeah. go back to the old shit? Because people used to like the old shit. And now niggas like, oh, you two, you ain't trapping no more. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that's that's when it's tough. I think T.I. is in that place. Yeah, kind of. He has some other problems, too, the legal situation. I don't know if that ever got resolved. I haven't been following up. Uh, but I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's still rough. I don't think they're going to put him in Ant-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> because I of it, so I think they ripped up that damn yeah, Marvel contract. I think he's done. <laughs> I think he's done. Um, so with that said, let's get into some topics, man. Some things happened, some announcements were made. We got to react to most notably Kanye West has announced he is making a new album dropping next month, and it is called Drum Roll, Please Donda 2. Oh wow! I didn't even think about that, man. <laughs> wow, that's so no. I, I gotta be. Wow. A, I gotta be a Kanye stand. How Kanye stands be? Wow, that's so creative. Yes. And see the usually don, one, yeah. see down the two is dropping on February twenty second of twenty twenty two. See that's wow, two, see. two 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 two. He's dropping down to two. <laughs> yes. Wow. See that's so creative. See, let's break he's this a, down for an hour and talk about yeah. what this really means. Okay. See, Kanye's such a genius. He's a okay? fucking genius, man. Yes. Who else would use a number two this way? Only Kanye understands numbers. We we can't even comprehend it, man. Not We haven't even heard a piece of music, and I already know it's going to be the most important album of the decade, maybe century, maybe ever. Okay? <laughs> Kanye is just so great, and everything he does is automatically going to be gold. Okay, enough sarcasm, man. <laughs> uh, so, yes, he, he has announced... That he is making Donda 2 dropping February 22nd, 2022. 22222. <laughs> and uh, apparently the executive producer is going to be Future. Um, now take this with a grain of salt because Kanye has promised a lot of things mm-hmm. and not followed through. Every time he announces an album's coming out, it, it usually never don't come, come out. out that day. Yeah, it never come out that day. So I don't know if things are more buttoned up this time. Maybe Def Jam's actually on board and he'll actually drop this. 
when it's expected, but I don't know because every time he tells us an album is coming, it doesn't come until later. Yeah. Uh, one thing that was interesting, apparently uh, Digital Nas, who is a rapper slash producer, and he produced some of uh, Donda 2, did an interview and he said they have directives for Donda 2, the album from Kanye. And Kanye said, if it cannot be played at a funeral, childbirth, graduation, a wedding, it will not be on our record. Damn. <laughs> and he said, we learned a lot from Donda 1. We learned what hit. We learned what was sticking. So we took from there. It has to be able to be played at four major moments in people's lives. That's mm. crazy, right? Yeah. That's what he said. Damn. So, yes, this has to be all approved, all uh, rated G, apparently, because <laughs> it got to be played at childbirth and a wedding and a funeral. Like, does it have to Plan- be one of those or all? Of them? Duh, playing, a, <laughs> playing the same song from a wedding and a funeral is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of confused because does it have to be like one of those settings to apply or has it be all of them? I don't know. Yeah. Playing the same song at a funeral as you would at graduation I'm, is, is yeah, wild. Yeah. <laughs> so without knowing anything about this album and also knowing all you've heard about Kanye in recent weeks how do you feel about this album figure you're looking forward to it i'm kind of interested in it as far as um produce uh future being the executive producer on this i wonder if this look we know future got the title of being toxic and Mm -hmm. he make his best music whenever he's broken or broken up from a girlfriend or something so i wonder if this the reason why kanye decided to get future as the executive producer on this him being you know i guess separated from kim so i wonder if he's just trying to just go the toxic route a little bit and just get future who's the toxic king and who you know who make his best music being single <laughs> what i wonder if this have anything to do with it. i know i'm nitpick nitpicking a little bit but I just I thought this was kind of random, just having Future as the executive producer. But I wonder if his breakup have anything to do with that. But but outside of that, man, you know how I feel about Kanye. I'm gonna listen to it no matter what. <laughs> but um, I think it's I think it's gonna be a little tough trying to top that other album. I think he could top it if he only had 11, 12 songs. But um. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a little tough topping that down to one. Yeah, definitely, man. And I don't know what like <laughs> like I'm confused by that future being executive producer as well because I mean if he was that great at exec at executive producing albums, he would make better albums himself. I would yeah. think maybe Kanye wants his own coding crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants something to really express his heartbreak. So he went to Future and said, how you feel when Sierra left you <laughs> and took your son and went to uh, a football yeah. player? Because my wife went to a comedian <laughs> and he's probably because I can't imagine Future really doing anything besides yeah. just kind of hanging back and being. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is Future really going to say creatively? Yeah. yeah. I don't I, know. I, I do. I do give Future credit as far as like the songs he be making because he. Look, man, feel how you feel about Sierra. 
But he gave her a hit. <laughs> he gave her a hit song. So I think unless it's, you know, unless the album going to sound a lot, uh, have a lot of auto-tune and singing, mm-hmm. I can see him doing something with that. But I don't even know if I want to hear all of that from Kanye. I don't, I don't know if I want to hear a lot of auto-tune and, you know, a lot of future type of singing. And I ain't, I ain't talking about the trap future. I'm talking about future, you know, the emo future. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's going to be a lot of that. I think I think he could have a lot of influence on that. But, um, yeah, that's the one part I'm kind of worried about. Well, look, it has to be played at a wedding and graduation and childbirth too. You could play a lot so of. It can't oh, be said. Yeah, you could play. Yeah, I was gonna say you could play a lot of emo shit at a uh, yeah. funeral. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play Cody and Crazy at childbirth. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Number who listens to music during childbirth anyway? Is that yeah. really a thing? Do women want to even hear music when they're trying to push Man, a baby out? I that, don't know. That's a good question. I've never been in a childbirth, so I don't Me know. Me neither. <laughs> they, had, they had cassette players when I was, so I don't think we had any music playing, man. But, yeah, yeah I never heard of that. Maybe that's some new age thing where women want to hear Drake or something when they're pushing out a baby. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm confused. To the ladies who listening to this podcast, if you had a kid, <laughs> are you listening? Did you listen to music when yeah, you was giving a, birth? I can imagine Jasmine listening to some Chris Brown. Maybe. Nah, nah, nah. It'd be, nah, it'd be, and we'll get to Chris Brown in a minute, but yeah, I think I can see her listening to uh, Janae Aiko. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> During this because uh, you're going through that. I hate men. Yeah. Shit, because you pushing out a baby that a man put in you. Yeah. So yeah, she'll I be, can see that. She'd be listening to a song like "Fuck All These Niggas." Yeah. Fuck all these niggas. <laughs> I'm good on my own. Fuck yeah. all these niggas. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Um. So yeah, Donda Two coming next month. Of course, if it does drop, what day is that? Even let me double check the calendar. Two two twenty two is going to be on a Tuesday. Mm. The last Tuesday in February. Mm. So we will see if yeah. Kanye really drops his album in Black History Month. Yeah. And we will see if his <laughs> mandate about how it has to be played at all these occasions is true. So we will keep y'all updated. Yeah. And of course, we always go into the new Kanye shit, man. No matter what we say yeah. about himself. So. Shit, we might have a whole nother podcast talking about it. And we might have to, man. We have to bring our old friend back. And really break down this Donda too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other things that happened. Let's get into sports real quick, man. Uh, Sean Payton, the f- head coach of the New Orleans Saints, called it a career. Uh, uh, I don't have the stats on how long. Oh, he might he, come back. He called it. There's there's he rumors. Called it, he called it a career in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I mean, he said he, he won't be coaching next year. He stepped yeah. away. Quote yeah, stepped unquote. Away. Yeah, and said he won't be coaching in the next football season, but yeah. he did leave the door open just in case. You know, yeah. he said he might coach again, but he yeah. doesn't know. I think he's going to the Cowboys. Really? They, yeah, they've been flirting with that for years. I think. Um, I think it'd be too inconvenient to to um, kind of fuck up everything with the Cowboys now. <laughs> and I think Jerry Jones will fire Mike McCarthy in a second. <laughs> if if um, Sean Payton was ready to go now, but I think Sean Payton gonna take a year off, chill with the family and all that, and then um, the Cowboys probably gonna get 
out it in the first round, <laughs> or if they even make the playoffs. And I think Sean Payton going right to the Cowboys. Could be, man. Could be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he does better than he has in the past few seasons with the Saints. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to, at, at least. Yeah. Um, other retirement news. Apparently, Tom Brady is strongly considering retirement. <laughs> um, people are saying basically it's only a matter of time until he announces it. Uh, Figgy, do you think this is a cap or do you think there's some validity uh, to it? Do you think he really going to call it a career? I, I think he going to call it. I think that's it, man. What do we got to play for, man? <laughs> he yeah. He won all of the championships. He got a whole bunch of Super Bowls, MVPs. Like I'm shocked he even still playing. And I think at this point, man, I think he, I think he a little bored. <laughs> like just imagine if he went to the Super Bowl this year and won it, he will probably be looking like Stephen A. Smith when he had that stale face, that mean with the stale face. Mm-hmm. They probably be looking like that when they win. So I, I think Tom Brady just kind of bored with it. I don't think he have anything else to prove. It's not like he's trying to catch up with somebody else. He, he, it's not like LeBron trying to top Jordan or something in championships. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he's a little bored, and I think he want to spend more time with his family. So I think he gonna, I think he gonna call it quiz. I don't think it's cap at all. Yeah, I think at this point, um, I think. Part of it might have been Antonio Brown really pushed him towards retirement. He's tired of dealing with these Negroes <laughs> at this point. Man, he don't want to deal with this shit no more. Um, also, apparently, I think a lot of contracts are expiring and the team is going to look different. They might be going through a soft rebuild next year. And, yeah. you know, Tom is too old to go through that, man. And he probably don't want to jump teams again and do yeah. all this shit again. So, yeah, he might just call it, man. I'm sure he talked to his teammates, asked if they were staying. They probably were noncommittal. And yeah. he said, well, fuck it, I, I ain't going through this bullshit for a half-cooked team in a rebuild. Yeah, so, he did pretty good. He, look, he won a championship the first year he was there. He did, yeah. That's, look, man, That's he good in my book if I was a um, Buccaneers fan. So Yeah, proved he could do it without Belichick, which yep. was the one thing people held against him. Yep. They were like, oh, he's a system really quarterback. System. He's a system quarterback. Then he said, nah, it's not. Because <laughs> we saw what Belichick did without Tom Brady and what Tom Brady did without Belichick. So, yep. yeah, and it's the whole debate, man. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I think that's it for him. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so, too. So, good career. GOAT, undisputed yep. at this point, I think. So, yeah, we'll see yep. what he does I, next, man. Did you, did you watch the games last week? Nah, not really, man. Like, I caught the highlights. I saw what was going on on Twitter, but I just – I just didn't feel like watching football, <laughs> man. Personally, I I, I missed out because they looked yeah, like they were it great was games. Really, it was a really good weekend of football yeah. last week. So I I I watched most of them. It was pretty good, man. All of them had a dramatic ending to it. Yeah. So um, it was pretty good, man. <laughs> I will say when football is at its best, it's the goat. It's the best sport to watch, man. Like that mm-hmm. weekend is proof that you really can't beat the NFL, man. Yeah. Like the NBA. When it goes to a game seven and it's close, that's the only time when it's like even comes close to the intensity of a you know a playoff game that's close yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough with the NBA because we we had like a good four year stretch when it was just we all knew it was going to be Cleveland versus Golden yeah. State. 
Yeah. And I think that just wore people out, man, because, you know, it, it was no suspense. We all knew that Cleveland's about to run through the East <laughs> and get there with no problem. And we knew Golden State was pretty much going to run through the West. And you know, they had some hiccups where the Rockets, you know, should have won. <laughs> but um, it was always Cleveland versus Golden State. And I think that just got a little tiring, man. But it, it showed you that the NBA, especially with people stacking up on one team, and it was it, it kind of made it like an unfair advantage. Yep. So the NFL, you really can't do that. You is re- you really can't tell who will win in the NFL. Like the, the games that's coming on this weekend, I don't know who will win, man. Like I know the popular pick is Kansas City versus you know the LA Rams. Yeah. But it's really no telling because I didn't even think San Francisco is gonna make the playoffs, and they beat Aaron Rodgers. So um, it it really ain't no telling, man. So it's, football is goat. <laughs> it really is, man. I think we might be in for a rematch here with the Chiefs and the Rams, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, yeah. But who, who do you think is going to win? Did I ask you that? Who do you think is going to take it? Um, the Super Bowl or? No, who's going to win this, uh, this conference weekend? championships? Yeah. Man, I'm. To be honest, man, I think the San Francisco 49 is going to beat the Rams. You think Jimmy G going to get it done? Really? No, mm. I think no, I think the defense going to get it done. <laughs> I think okay. Jimmy G if Jimmy G don't fuck anything up, I think I think the uh 49ers could keep them in check, man. I know I know they ain't as talented as, you know, the Green Bay Packers, but man, they they defense playing good. Friend of the show Charles Menehu, he's on that yeah, yep, rooting for him, rooting for him. Yep. So um yeah, it's not a clown show here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> gonna but, drop the new album just in time to get him hyped up, man. I think you're gonna have a big game. Yeah, yeah. So um I think the I think the 49ers, I'm root I'm honestly rooting for um the Bengals. But mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs gonna take it. I think it's gonna be the 49ers versus the Chiefs. Yeah. We'll see, man. I'll be down for that, though, man. Not down for no nice little surprise. Yeah. So we will see. We will see uh, who takes it on Championship Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we will also, of course, break down the halftime show, much anticipated in the hip-hop world. Yeah. With Dr. Dre, Kendrick, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And others. I, w- I want to I w- I ask you this, man. So um, earlier this week on In The Loop, you listened to that on 610. Mm-hmm. Um so Landry put me on the spot and he had me rank the uh, the halftime acts. So uh, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop. He wanted me to rank them one to five. Wow. So, so I just you know it, it was on the spot. So I just want I want to see where do you rank them <laughs> overall. So what is this based off of? Just, just general just best, ranking just, period. Yeah, just general. So if you if I say hey rank the best. Um, I guess one through five, you had to rank them. Okay. If we're talking about albums and music, I would put Dre for his contributions first. Mm-hmm. I would put Snoop second. I would put Kendrick third, Eminem fourth, Mary J. Blige fifth. Wow, really? Mary Yeah. Okay. I had um I had Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige. Okay. Eminem and Kendrick. I had Kendrick last just off the strength of him being 
kind of the new per, the newbie mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm shocked you had Mary J. Blige last. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be real, man. She don't make music for me, okay. so I don't I don't ride around really bumping Mary J. a whole lot. Like I, I like some of her music, you know, <laughs> some of the shits in the playlist, but I like the remixes most of all. But I'm not a big Mary J. fan, man. I think you got to be a woman go through some pain to really feel Mary J. like that, and <laughs> that's just not me. But okay. uh, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll probably go that order. Okay, okay. So definitely looking forward to the halftime show, man. We we got to see if our predictions for the track list is correct or not. So <laughs> yeah. we'll definitely be be looking forward to that. Um, other quick sports news, man. How you feel about the Hall of Fame shit? David Ortiz got in first time he was nominated or able to. <laughs> Barry Bonds arguably the greatest player of all time and Roger Clemens uh, both left out (laughs) 10 years on the ballot for Barry Bonds did not make it in. Do you have any thoughts about that, man? Uh, I think these old crusty ass writers. I think they need to leave. I think they, they, we need to get them out, man. It's kind of fucked up how these crusty ass writers are responsible for getting these people in and clearly they holding this against him i think he should be in i don't give a fuck about the steroid era and all that bullshit i think they shit i think david ortiz was taking steroids i think i think his name came up in the whole mitchell report Mm -hmm. or whatever and he got in but i i just think these old crusty ass people just need to let it go man just Look, man, just get the best player in <laughs> and call it a day. I, I, they it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point, man. And I know uh, I think Clemens made a tweet or something pretty much saying he don't give a shit. He don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I respect that. I think they good. They, you know, they rich. You know, they cool. I don't think that's going to make them or break them. But it's just it's kind of goofy, man. <laughs> it's, it's goofy that. Two, two of one, two of the greatest players, you know, in in history, can't even get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I'm not a baseball guy at all, but I don't see how you can respect a Hall of Fame that don't have the best players in the sport in it. Yeah. You just can't, man. I don't care what they was accused of. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. The fact that you can have a Hall of Fame and not have the home run king in it. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, man. So whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. They, these journalists are it, full of themselves. Yeah, and it's kind of fucked up, to be honest, man. I know Pete Rose was, you know, a scumbag back in that time, mm-hmm. <laughs> betting on baseball and shit, but he should be in the Hall of Fame, man. Yes. And I know they're going to do some fucked up shit. As soon as he pass away, they're going to get him in. Of course. And, you know, I'm going to roll my eyes. But he should he should definitely be in it, man. He was a damn good player. I didn't even watch him as a kid, but looking at his stats, he was a damn good player, and he he should have been in. But they just holding that against it's, these old ass crusty writers, man. They need to they need to do a they need to have a whole another system or something, man. Look, the Hall of Fame just means a whole lot, Vicky. Okay, okay, man. it's about who played the game the right way. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. Who played it the right way? Yeah, play you know, like baseball. Da- play it like David yeah. Ortiz. <laughs> yes, guess. who? Like, you know, Babe Ruth. 
you know, Joe DiMaggio, you know, <laughs> people who played the game the right way. Ken Griffey Jr., you know, one of the good ones. OK, he didn't cheat. All, all these all these people who are cheap. We just can't have them in the Hall of Fame, man. It's more it's more than it's more than stats. <laughs> Yeah. It's not who played the right way and who was nice to us when we asked them questions. <laughs> okay. That's all that that's, matters. Okay. Yeah, that's why they ain't fucking last place when it comes to fuck <laughs> when it comes to the main sports. Like yep. these old ass, dated ass rules, man. Like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. That's man, that's why all these niggas going to the NBA and the NFL rather than baseball. Like, fuck that shit, man. Like and baseball make the most money. Ba- it does. People, players make the most most money, and Kyler Murray went to fucking to the NFL mm-hmm. <laughs> over baseball. Get man. his ass beat every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, for over cha- baseball for a chance to get a concussion. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this nigga went to uh, to uh, to the NFL. That's what man. See, man, the M- MLB is in trouble. They need to do something. Yes. Yeah, I, niggas barely watching anyway, and. Like nah, man. This they full of shit, man. I agree wholeheartedly, man. That is some bullshit, but I don't care because I don't even watch baseball like that. <laughs> um, other things that happened. Oh yeah, um, shockingly, Chris Brown is in headlines again, <gasps> and he's. <laughs> Boy, get out of here! And, and let me. Do you think it's for new music? Do you think it's for a hit song he got out? No, of I don't not. think so. No, nah, <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, so Chris Brown is apparently being sued by a James, a woman who has not identified herself yet, but he is being sued by a lady who says that he drugged and raped her during a Diddy's yacht party in Miami. Mm. She's suing for twenty million dollars. Lord have mercy. <laughs> According to the suit, she claims she entered the kitchen with Chris. He gave her a red cup with a mixed drink, and they started talking. After he filled her cup the second time, she claims she began to feel a sudden unexplained change in consciousness. Then she says she felt disoriented, physically unstable, and started to fall in and out of sleep. And that's when she says Chris led her into a bedroom while she was drugged and half asleep. (laughs) And then she he closed the door, didn't let her leave, removed her bikini bottom, started kissing her, and then it went south from there. So, look, <laughs> I, I don't want to presume anything, but there's two people who, when I hear shit, like, I just have to believe it because it's been so many people. And that's Trey Songs and Chris Brown. Yeah, it must okay, be a Virginia Trey, thing or something, man. <laughs> it must be, man, because we didn't even talk about Trey Songs. Trey Songs got accused again. Yeah, he's and, keep getting uh, accused. Yeah, and there's been huge efforts was, to raise awareness about his behavior, man. Yeah, and this was by a fucking um, a, a star college basketball player. Yes. <laughs> and she went Which, on Twitter. I seen that. I'm like, holy shit. Straight up said, Chris Brown is a rapist. I can't uh, hold this in anymore. Uh, uh, not Chris Brown, but uh, Trey Songz. Uh, Trey Songz, my bad. Yeah, I mean, they're I like, interchangeable at this point, but yeah. This was early 2022, too. So I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, happy 2022, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so another accusation. And to be fair, I don't know if Chris Brown has been accused of rape. I know he's been accused of abusive behavior, of course, with Rihanna 
and then later on with uh, what was her name? The woman he who uh, had the restraining order against him. Shit, I forgot. Who's that? I forget her name now, yeah. but Jasmine knows. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she eventually started hosting that catfish show. I want to yeah. say, yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, Chris Brown. I haven't heard of him getting rape charges. Karuchi, but Karuchi, Karuchi. That's Karuchi, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've heard you know stories of him being very abusive and towards women, especially. I think he uh, apparently pulled some woman's hair out at mm. his house oh. last year too. Like, yeah. there's always those types of stories about him to yeah. where it's like, okay, I don't know if I can call him a rapist. You know, I wasn't there. Yeah. But just when you have so many women accusing you of behavior, it's hard to say it's all cap. Yeah. It's hard to say they're all just want money. You yeah. know, there's a lot of people, future, who done got like 18 kids with 18 different women. <laughs> has, to my knowledge, never been accused of rape. Yeah. You know, and, and that would be an easy target if you just wanted money. Mm-hmm. But he's never been accused of anything. Like, there's a lot of celebrities out here who get accused, who, who have a lot of sex with a lot of different women and yeah. don't get accused. So it's hard. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to side with Chris Brown. I just feel like something fucked up happened here, but I don't know. What yeah, do you think? About yeah, this no, thing? I agree, man. It's, it's not shocking if it was somebody. See, when the Deshaun Watson shit happened, I was shocked. When I yeah. started seeing more women come out, more women come out, I was shocked. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't think he's that type of person. But with Chris Brown, I was just like, oh, word. Like, damn. I, <laughs> shit. Like, damn, that's crazy. And you don't say that about somebody who you feel like wouldn't do anything like that. To me, it wasn't shocking. And um, like I said, I, I don't think, like, I don't want to sit here and say he's guilty. And, you know, we don't know what happened. Only them two know what happened. And to me, if... Like, look at his rap sheet, man. Look at the look at everything he went through. It was always something like this. It wasn't you no know, flat out rape, but it was always something with some, uh, you know, some type of aggressiveness or something like that with a woman. And to me, this this ain't even shocking, man. I'm I'm shocked at how much he's suing for. And yeah, twenty million's a lot. I doubt yeah. he has twenty million. Yeah, I know she got to, you know, they got to up the price a little bit. And, you know, if things pan out, she probably ain't going to get 20 million. She probably going to get something, but not 20 million. But I think it's kind of I think it's kind of telling, man. I think I think eventually we we talked about this a lot, you know, we kind of compared them to R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, this generation's R. Kelly. I think it's going to get to a point where, you know, his music going to start drying up a little bit and nobody really ain't going to fuck with his music that much. And we going to see, you know, how R. Kelly was. We probably going to see more women come out and say, hey, he did this or, you know, it might be easier for him to get canceled. And, you know, it's I mean, it's, it's a fucked up situation, man, because he was so talented. <laughs> and like I said, we said this about R. Kelly. And um, it's going to get to a point where he he won't be making anything. He won't be making any any type of noise in music. And shit going to dry up for him, man. <laughs> and it's, it's going to get rough. And yeah. It, it's, it's really messed up because I feel like the Rihanna situation, 
I honestly felt like that was a bad mistake. And, you know, he was young. I, I don't even was I don't even know if he was even 21. He he was super young. And I I felt like that was a situation where he could have changed his career. And still, you know, he was still Chris Brown, but I think he could have, you know, learned from that mistake and never went back down that road. But he, I feel like he got even worse. <laughs> I felt like no, he got definitely. even worse. It didn't get any better. I felt like he started didn't. gangbanging after that. Turned to a blood. <laughs> yeah, he was from, uh, all of a sudden he's from Cali. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I felt like he didn't learn from that situation. And it got worse. So I just... I just don't get it, man. It's it's a sad situation, and um, is is really fucked up. And I hope if, if this is true, I hope this young lady get her money or justice or whatever she's looking for. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I will reserve judgment until more facts come out. But like you said, it don't look good. Given his history, it don't look good, man. I'm surprised he's survived the so-called cancel culture this long. You know, because yeah. you have to remember, he was still getting features and featured on major artists. You know, he still had big hits out. And that's why I think a lot of this cancel shit just is for people who are already done. Yeah, That's my thing about R. Kelly. You know, if R. Kelly was t- 25, I don't think he would have got sent to prison. Yeah, the yeah. fact that he's old and done is what really made people turn against him. It it happened, man. He was he was in his prime in the two thousands. Yes. And that Aaliyah people knew about the Aaliyah shit, the the videos, the sex tape, and all that shit. And nobody did a damn thing. He beat the or beat the case. I, I guess I don't know. Mm. But he had a successful career up until a couple years ago, and that's yeah. when people was like, oh, I'm done. Like he not really He's making music for Kelly me now. Yeah, yeah. After he's forty five years old he, he, and not he, making shit, he made a fucking album with Jay Z. <laughs> yep. He had a song with Lady Gaga. This I want to mm-hmm. say this um in the decade. This decade. Well, not this decade. Last decade. Twenty ten yeah. decade. I want to say mm-hmm. he had a song that was played on the radio in rotation. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know when you could do something for me and you're hot, I think they could put all that other shit to the side. But when you can't do anything for me, you're not making us money, you're not any good. Then peace. I I take you off the song now. I made my money. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, both Chris Brown and uh, Trey Songs might not be long until we have a documentary come out yeah. so that i don't Trace, know we'll see the Trey song shit is crazy too man because it really is it's been all type of stories before mm-hmm. about women um how aggressive he is with women and you know keeping them hostage and all that shit kidnapping technically kidnapping yeah and um yeah that shit it seemed like that shit just go away because he cute it did <laughs> there was this one i forget her name this one like white pop star from this group said if years ago she said this in a radio interview i guess there was a question about has anyone really come on to you strong she didn't even want to say trey songs at first but they kind of pressed her into it and she was like yeah you know we're at a party he just pushed me against the wall and started kissing me Mm -hmm. and she without any kind of (laughs) 
anything prompting or flirting, nothing. It just <laughs> it, he just rolled up on her and started kissing it. She was like, some other stuff happened too. She wasn't gonna get into, but I'm like, this this was said in public, man, and nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy looking back. We're gonna have surviving R. Kelly and uh, not surviving R. Kelly, surviving Trey Songs <laughs> and surviving Chris Brown yeah. come out where everybody acts like, oh, we just didn't know. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. I, now, uh, now I think um, as far as the R. Kelly shit, I think that's a little more disturbing. <laughs> oh than yeah. The Chris Brown shit. I think the Chris Brown and um, Trey Song shit is just them fucking being aggressive and you know not them saying you know, disregarding the no means no shit because yeah. you know they some good looking men and women probably push themselves on them all the time, so they probably used to just going up to somebody kissing them and you know having their way yeah the r kelly shit you know that i don't think nothing gonna top that because with the you know look the underage kids and all that shit yeah yeah but i mean we still yeah (laughs) i mean we don't know there could be more details come out soon who knows man we didn't know all about r kelly until later too so i don't know we'll see yeah, we're it's, kicking it's the gonna jazz. Be messy. We're kicking the yeah. jazz. When we get more <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Chris Brown defense attorney, Jasmine, <laughs> she's gonna come with a briefcase and tell us why he's a good person. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Cardi B had a win in court uh, oh, recently yeah, against Tasha K. Yes, Tasha K. Who they, they have been embroiled in a lawsuit. Uh, Cardi B sued Tasha K. Because Tasha K was the one who put out the rumors about Cardi B having herpes and being a prostitute, among other things. Um, Cardi B told her to take these videos down. Tasha K did not. So mm-hmm. she went ahead and she followed through on her words. She sued her for a million dollars, ended up getting four million dollars awarded mm-hmm. uh, by the judge for mm-hmm. legal fees reimbursed and uh, damages. You know, she mentioned how she had to go to therapy because of it. You know, people were talking about her kissing her daughter because they thought she had herpes. Now she shouldn't be kissing her own daughter. So Mm -hmm. it really fucked her up. Uh, Tasha Kay lost the case in court. Um, Kind of a a landmark for this whole blogger gossip era, man, I think. Because a lot of people feel like they can kind of just say whatever they want and and just get away with it because a lot of celebrities got more important things to do than sue some random YouTuber about some goofy shit. You know, they trying to get on with their life. You know, Cardi B actually made a mission to take this girl down and she succeeded. So yeah, good one for Cardi. What do you think about this? whole? Yeah, I think it's a good thing, man. I think, you know, we're independent platform too, and we are very responsible (laughs) for our, what we say. For the most part. Yeah, so um, we wouldn't do anything like that, and I think that was out of line. I asked, so the first time I ever heard of Tasha K was um, she had one of Deshaun Watson victims on her podcast. Oh, that was her. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, that was her. And um, I was kind of uncomfortable because it's like, damn, she got this victim on here, and mm-hmm. she she pretty much going through everything. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so did he do this or did he do that? I always thought shit like that was very uncomfortable because, like I said, you you don't know what happened. 
And, you know, I'm not saying don't believe the victim at all, but, you know, it's it's instance, it's stuff out here where, you know, people can be lying. And I don't I don't ever want to have that type of platform where, you know, I bring somebody on and they come to find out they lied about the whole thing just to get some money. Mm-hmm. So a, a situation like that, man, I just can't do. But um, I was kind of cringing at that. But um, just I guess just the PSA to all these independent, you know, platforms and voices, man, do your research. <laughs> if if it's something you can't really prove at all, don't even bring it up, man. Don't don't you know with the herpes thing. There's no purpose of us having the whole discussion about somebody having herpes. We don't know. <laughs> you know, we had no reason to know unless. Unless it's some paperwork or something posted, and that and that celebrity or whoever confirm it, but to me that's it, it serves no purpose for us to sit here and try to explain how so and so is a prostitute or so and so have herpes and stuff like that. I think that's a little messy, and you know, like I said, you really don't know. And clearly, Cardi B had time; <laughs> she had time to sit there and sue this lady. And um, she had a press release about it. And, you know, I ain't really listened to it all like that. But I think people, you know, just be just be responsible with your platform. We all have a platform and and you never know who's listening, man. You never know what they could do to anybody. So, um, yeah, just be careful what you say on your platform man. just, you know, it's nothing wrong with giving your opinion. <laughs> But when you reporting shit, man, you gotta have your <laughs> your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, people think they're protected by saying things like allegedly or putting a disclaimer at the beginning of their video, and that's what she did. And the judge said that don't mean shit. If you yeah. know what you're saying is a lie, yeah. and you have no proof for it, and your words end up hurting somebody. Like mm-hmm. that's not gonna save you saying allegedly when yeah. you know it's a lie. Yeah. So especially with her platform, because yes. it, it, because it's not like on a radio station where you said you know you reporting what somebody else said. Oh, you know Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson allegedly did this. Blah 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 blah. You can you know behind a big radio station, I think you could kind of get away with that. But if you sitting here. You know, blasting this girl saying she allegedly have this. I don't think that don't mean a damn thing (laughs) saying allegedly. Mm -hmm. I don't think that covers you at all. It doesn't, man. And and this is the uh, fortunate result of the get on at any cost culture we're in right now. Because I've said it before, man. I'd rather this podcast go nowhere and us be ourselves than rather us get on and get some money but we get on by saying some shit like oh we heard in houston that megan the stallion was selling pussy and she she wanted to have uh uh, what's his name shot tory lanes like if we if we said some lies about anybody that we knew was lies but we're just trying to get on like Mm -hmm. i I would rather man i would rather be broke me too and have to get on with some bullshit like that because me too I, I never got into anything to bring people down, man. And that, that's disgusting that people would even do that. 
You know, even if it's true, like, what do you get out of putting something like that out there? Yeah. What does that do for you? You know, I mean, clearly it made her more famous, I guess. But look what it cost her now. Now she's a pariah. Now nobody fucks with her. So, yeah. Your credibility and integrity is all you have, especially when you're in this journalist type of game. I know people don't want to call bloggers journalists, but they kind of are the modern day journalists. Yeah. And once you don't have any credibility or reliability, you, you got nothing left, man. Like, yeah. say what you want about academics. He actually does have sources on shit and he yeah. reports shit that actually is true. Yeah. And people rely on him, man. Yeah. Like, you can feel how you want to feel about him. You could call him this internet nerd and all this other bullshit. You ain't from the streets. But people people in the industry fuck with him. <laughs> Drake mm-hmm. give him information. He, yes. So, you know, I look, I can't be mad at that, man. Look, he I I, I fuck with him. <laughs> I, at first I didn't because of all the bullshit he was doing, but mm-hmm. look, man, I, I'm not mad at him at all, man. I, shit, I want to get to that point where niggas come to me and say, hey, hey, mm-hmm. let me give you this information. I want you to share it. <laughs> I want you to break this news. I, I yep. want to get to, I want this podcast to get to that point where they want to share with the gins and Jews yep. what they got yep. going on and, and uh, let us know these rumors are not true or these rumors mm-hmm. are true. I, I'm trying to get to that point. No, I agree, man. That's a good place to be where you can be a trusted source people can rely on, man. And you can actually say you can back up your words. But this this clout chasing bullshit, this makeup shit just for yeah, clicks and the likes. The shock jock shit. Yeah, the shock jock stuff, man. I, I was never for that. And that's not going to work out for you in the long run. You yeah. know, when you if you when you repeatedly lie, people going to figure it out. So, yeah. How you good f- for Cardi B, man. I'm happy for her. How you feel about the. um? Speaking of shock jock, I don't know if you keep up with Ari Lennox at all. <laughs> but I've heard about her in Dreamville and her want to leave her label. Yeah, not even that. But I know. Um, talk, no, the, the podcast. Yeah. yeah the, the guy asked her, has she been, uh, have she been, is she getting fucked good or something? Mm-hmm. And I guess after, after the fact, she was offended by it. And that, I think. This was before the her uh, her won the lead Dreamville and all this other shit, but um, apparently this guy's like a shock jock. He do stuff like that. I want to say from from Africa, South Africa, yeah, or something. yeah. And um, yeah, man, I just I just can't get into all that shit, man. I my goal is to build relationships with people whenever mm-hmm. we get them on the podcast because every like look, man, every. A lot of people don't know this, but every guest we had on, it was always some positive feedback of the podcast. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, I love this, man. I could do this anytime. Let me know if if I could come back on again. Like, we always get positive feedback, no matter who it is, to come back on this podcast. I don't ever want to get feedback where it's like, man, these niggas was jerks. Mm-hmm. And no, nah, fuck that, man. They stupid and all this other shit. I don't want to. I don't want a situation like um, shit. Uh, what's her name? Asian doll. Yeah, I, 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 I and then, yeah. Yeah, I don't want a situation like that, man. I want people to hop on here, enjoy their time, and always be a friend of the show. I agree, and I don't mean you give a cookie cutter interview, man. You can still have an interesting interview and people have fun in it. You know, yeah. like I don't think the question itself was that bad it was just the fact that he asked in the asshole way 
Yeah. Like you got to build up to a question like that. Yeah. You know, if you, if if y'all talking about sex and you know, when the last time, you know, would you do this with a guy, blah, 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 blah. And And then lead up to that question. Like, "Mm, you, you talking to somebody or you, are you getting fucked? Exactly. But like when we had, when we talked to Ken, the man, we didn't lead off by saying, Hey, what do you look for in a nigga? Like, how do you do you down to do this? We talked about her music first, man. Yeah. And then got into the fun stuff. But like you, you can't just fire off with the hip with "Have you been fucked good" or some shit like yeah, that. She he, was goofy, man. Yeah, he kind of made it seem like she was a little cranky or something, mm-hmm. and then he came out and said it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, yeah I, I don't like the shot job stuff, man. I'm 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 all about integrity. <laughs> yeah, I will be just fine being a a, a nine to five worker <laughs> with good integrity mm-hmm. than a millionaire with you know. With bad integrity, just yeah. awful integrity, man. No, I agree, man. I feel <laughs> the same way. So, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the world doesn't favor that no more, Figgy. You got to be, you yeah. got to be a shock jack. You got to be yeah. controversial all the time, even when you don't believe it yourself. Yeah, I will say this, man. Um, with to the shock jocks, to the people that try to create bullshit, that shit catches up to them. Mm-hmm. They might be hot at the moment. But eventually that shit catches up to him. You see people, you see rappers like Takashi Six Nine. What is he doing right now? <laughs> like I'm sure he probably fucking depressed and getting ready to, you know. I saw he got booed in Miami. Yeah, and that was Latinos, and he was trying to play to the Latino crowd. They brought him out, and he got booed relentlessly. Yeah, so man. yeah, I th- I think it get to a point where you know that. That bullshit you was doing, people don't buy that shit now. And, you know, we sat here and talked about him, how, you know, he might still be hot during these streets and, all, and you know, the snitching stuff don't matter and all this other shit. After a while, man, that bullshit he be doing, man, it's like we don't want to fuck. We don't care about that shit now. And, you know, I think that shit is important, man. If you was a solid nigga. I think people will fuck with you just for being a solid nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't matter how the music sound. No, 100%, man. 100%. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll help you in the immediate time. And some people can't think past that. They only think, I got to get on right now. What can I do right now? Okay, yeah. shocking bullshit. Go to somebody's hood and say they pussy. Do some <laughs> goofy shit like that. And, yeah, we see what, where that gets you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that said, I think that might do it for this episode of the Jim's Juice Podcast. Man, anything else we're gonna touch on real quick? Anything uh, you've been watching or looking been, at or seeing? You know what show I've been watching? I've been watching that show Abbott Elementary. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I heard you, good things about it, man. I heard about yeah, it. I didn't so watch it. It's, it's a show on ABC. Check it. You can watch it on Hulu now, and they still release the episodes. It's pretty much just like The Office, but a teacher. I version. heard that. Yeah. It's pretty much just a teacher version. They got that nigga who looks straight at the camera, too, when some fucked up shit happens. I'm like, y'all can't be swaggerjacking to that degree, man. But whatever, go off. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm good with it, though, man. Because to me, I think everybody's swaggerjacking anyway. I think that's been the new thing of making a a series like The Office. Shit, what's your call it? Was doing that for a minute? um, The Bernie Mac show was Mm -hmm. pretty much that. Nah, fair enough. But um, yeah, man, it's it's pretty much just the office, but in a uh, teacher setting. And so, with my wife being a teacher, 
she can relate to a lot of that shit. <laughs> so um, I thought it was fucking hilarious, man. I, I like it. It's, um, you know, you got the dude from uh, shit. I don't Everybody know. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. in there. You got um, the one comedian, the, the uh, lady who played the principal. She's hilarious in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think you'll like this show. If you like The Office, I think you'll like this show. I'll check it out, man. I'll check it out soon. I heard good things about it. I heard, besides people saying it's just like The Office, I did hear good things about it, man. So I'm going to yeah. check it out at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't get mad. I mean, I wouldn't be turned off because it sound, uh, It looked just like The Office, but mm-hmm. just the, the, the setting of, yeah. you know, this is not at the low. I forgot what they used to do at The Office, but. This is pretty much just in the school building, being a teacher and dealing mm-hmm. with kids and, you know, um, they're in Philly. And so, you know, the Philly school system is already tough in real life. Yeah. So this is, you know, about a teacher who, you know, want to change the world type of thing with the kids. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And it's, it's, it's funny, man. It's like it's kind of like the black office, mm-hmm. the office with more black people. <laughs> So um, I ain't mad. Hey, man, they stole from us for four hundred years, so we can we can take one back. Yeah. Okay, we we can jack they shit too. I'm cool with it. Like I said, man, my wife a teacher. She can relate to all that shit that was happening. Um, mm-hmm. I worked in the school system for two years, <laughs> so I I totally get it. So uh, I, I'm perfectly fine with it. It's a it's a funny show. Check it out whenever y'all get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, man. I did hear good things about it. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I think that about does it. Yeah. Um, the next time we meet, Josh McCown might officially be the new head coach of the Texans. So, it's, it's looking look like, out for. It's looking like it, man. <laughs> it, it's getting to the point where I'd be surprised if it didn't happen at Me this too. point. Me so, too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. He came in. He's a finalist at this point. Two interviews <laughs> down. So, yeah, it's probably going to happen. But, yeah. hey, how, how see cra- how it goes. How crazy that is. How uh, So, apparently, he he passed up on working for the Texans last year. Mm-hmm. And he said he just want to, you know, he ain't ready to be a coach. And now he like, I'm all in. So, he right back in the front of the line to yep. be the head coach without I mean, coaching they always anything. Him, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, they always wanted him. Maybe, maybe I think I low key feel like that could have been a lie because they had they 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 saw the the pushback from even considering him, and they said, "Hey, we got to get a black guy in here first. <laughs> we got to yeah. we got to throw a black guy to the wolves." David Cully, come on down. Yeah. All right, one season he's gone. Yeah. Now you like... can we can sneak you in, man. Now it's okay. Yeah. They was like David. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, so I know you wasn't really looking to be a head coach, but we think you'll be perfect with the Houston Texans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I would love it. I love football. I would love yes. to be the head coach. <laughs> you, you know, know it's the, one thirty-two jobs. You yeah. know, it's one thirty-two jobs. So hey, the most come important on, thing man. about the football is the football. Yes. And yes. so protect he, the football. I can protect my job. Yeah. Oh, I can't. We, we have to run the football. And so they probably, yeah, he like, I'm sure Nick and them was like, oh, look, listen, we'll do all the coaching. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about yeah. the plays. Like, look, we'll handle everything. And just motivate these guys, give them a good yeah, speech. Yeah, just be positive. Talk to them in the half. Yes, all you be do positive. Is be positive. 
Yeah. So that's that's all they did, man. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. There's gonna be a lot of blowback as expected, but we'll see, man. Look, things can't get much worse. Look <laughs> yeah. at this fucking point, man. <laughs> Two, four, and tw- four, and four and twelve, and four and thirteen seasons. Now, yeah. fuck, we already at at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Can't go much deeper. So fuck it, whatever. I don't yeah, care. I, yeah, I got to because at first, you know, I know a lot of people gonna be like, "Oh, how they gonna do a black man like this?" But they hire a white guy, and like, oh, I don't even care at this point, man. Yeah, like, it, like it don't matter who you get. You could get Bill Belichick in this bitch, man. Yeah, I don't think nothing gonna change. Is look, man, it is what it is. I'll just yep. I, yep. I, like I don't even I wouldn't even look at nobody like oh they need to get this person or they need mm-hmm. to get that person like why would you want a black guy to come into this Damn, situation man? I did not look after last year when Deshaun clearly wanted out mm-hmm. I'm like man I hope they don't reach out to Airbnb and give him this job man. <laughs> because pe- people was already talking shit about him like he ain't mm-hmm. that good he don't call plays blah 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 like the last thing I want him to do is go to a sorry team, yeah, and they go four and tw- four and thirteen, and people be like, "See, I told y'all, I told y'all." Yeah, and, but see that and, that was in that 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 short amount of time when we were still trying to get Deshaun back, yeah, and thought we could win him over, yeah, and now it's over. So yeah, so it's like, yeah. man, like don't even come here, man. Let the white dude. Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, if he let do him a, take his bumps. If he do a good job, man, he struck gold. But I don't want a black man here, and he <laughs> and he look off. Uh, shit. To, yeah, eat shit. Yeah, it was a black man here, and he looked bad. I, mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad. I'm like, damn, he not that good. But I ain't want him to go out like that. He didn't have a chance, man. He yeah. really didn't. He yeah, really didn't. So, so. yeah, so uh, it is what it is, man. It is, and we will see. We'll see how this goes in the next week. Of course, stay tuned to End the Loop, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Figgy Fig, creating the vibes and doing the thing over there, making sure y'all people of color can actually tolerate it a little bit. (laughs) 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 Nah, it's fucking around. It's a cool show, man. Yeah, Yeah. check out the the best of today, too, because I've been hosting that from 6 to 7. And uh, I've been getting a lot of good feedback on it, man. You sound good on it, man. You sound good on it. It's yeah, a natural man. fit. So yeah, yeah, man. I'm getting more comfortable doing it. So mm-hmm. yeah, tune in, man. Hit me up. Let me know what you're doing. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So for everybody, we all love y'all for listening. Next week we'll be back at it. Hopefully, got some more dope releases coming out that we gonna lay down and review. Of course, Don the Two coming out soon, maybe, hopefully, probably. Don't Who hold knows? your breath. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath at all. And, yeah, hope all y'all are doing well. Hope y'all are warm, safe, not too sick if you sick or not sick at all, hopefully. I got my government COVID test. Oh, I did man, get that in the mail. It? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to sell them online. <laughs> 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 nah, I, I got my COVID test, so I'm gonna keep them on deck just in case some shit goes down. Yeah. But, Did you get vaxxed yeah. yet? You still ain't get vaxxed. <sighs> Look, that's a personal choice, Figgy. Okay, we don't talk about so that. That's, that's a, a no, HIPAA, man. That's, that's a HIPAA no. violation. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I would tell you, for, but you know it's HIPAA. For it's you HIPAA. saying that, that means no. <laughs> the answer is no. Because if, if a it's, nigga got it, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> 
But I got you, the Moderna. You, I got the you, Pfizer. If you got this, yeah, Team Moderna, Team Pfizer. Look. <laughs> but if a nigga got to be like, oh, that's a personal Good. question, it's man. It's a personal question, man. Like, it's HIPAA. Right. I'm sorry. It's HIPAA. <laughs> I don't know how that applies, but somehow it applies. Yeah. That's what all the athletes say. It's HIPAA. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's HIPAA. Let me ask you this. Do you have AIDS? Do I have AIDS? <laughs> You got AIDS? Hell no, man. All right, all right then. So, do <laughs> <laughs> you got the shot? Oh, that's a personal question, man. That's a personal question. <laughs> that's a personal question, man. Look, it's a HIPAA violation. I can't say it by law. You have I think. Me asking you having AIDS was a personal question, too. <laughs> Look, that's different, okay? <laughs> Women are listening, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I hope y'all doing good. I hope y'all are safe, man. Y'all stay warm, stay blessed, and until next time. Peace. Said I'm going to keep on giving you the best that I got.